Welcome to another REACH Markets Meet the CEO session. My name is Warwick Lace and I'm the Head of Investor Relations at REACH Markets and I'll be facilitating the session for you today. The purpose of Meet the CEO webcasts is to give you, the investor, direct access to companies that you may be considering investing in. So what we do is we invite CEOs on here to tell their stories and to give you an opportunity to ask them questions about their companies. We host the session every alternate Wednesday at the same time with three new companies presenting each week. Advice or information in today's presentation is general in nature and does not consider your personal circumstances. You need to consider for yourself whether it is appropriate for you. Diane Jones, uh, the CEO of Law Finance, which provides finance solutions to the legal industry. It's a fascinating company with fast growth in Australia and already a, a recognized provider in the US market. Uh, Diane, I'm sure you've heard your fair share of uh, lawyer jokes, um, but uh, certainly seems as if law finance has uh, carved a good niche for itself uh, in the Australian and US uh, sectors. Thanks, Warwick, and thank you everyone for um, listening in today in the Rich Markets um, Meet the CEO presentations. And the, my two predecessors who presented today have fascinating businesses as well as ours, so let me take you through what the law finance story is. So Warwick, you, you are right. We are uh, a leading provider of finance solutions for the legal industry in Australia. And thank goodness lawyer jokes are fine with me because I am not actually a lawyer. So um, that's all okay from where I sit. Our vision at Law Finance is to provide alternative working capital solutions that benefit all the parties in the legal process. That includes lawyers and the, the, the clients of those lawyers. We aim to consistently achieve operational excellence in everything that we do to support the law firms. And as part of that, we have seen great growth in Australia and now hope to replicate that in the USA. Um, with that growth comes risk, but we believe we can manage that risk appropriately to generate attractive shareholder returns. We saw the opportunity to move to the US a couple of years ago and we bought a business over there in late 2018. And we see that as a great way to expand uh, our, our products and to drive growth for our shareholders. Um, it also, because we're in the US, provides a diversified revenue stream. So we're not only uh, basically reliant upon the Australian economy, but now we have a bit of diversification moving into the US as well uh, in what is a growing industry in the US. So effectively, we think we've got a great robust platform uh, to enable shareholders to have some direct exposure in the US as well as uh, in their hometowns of Australia. So we have two different products for those two different jurisdictions. In Australia, we are the market leader in providing disbursement funding, which is basically out-of-pocket expenses for law firms. We mainly fund personal injury law firms and um, law finance is repaid upon the successful conclusion of the case. Although the case doesn't need to be successful from the client's point of view. Even if the case is not a success, we are paid regardless. So in that sense, uh, we've managed the risk for the investment quite successfully. 
In the US, we fund personal injury claimants, um, their medical bills, uh, and the reason we fund though the actual bills in America are and not in Australia is because the US health system is very different to our own. Um, again, we are repaid upon the conclusion of the case. Um, and what we generally fund in the US is victims of motor vehicle accidents where they're not the at-fault driver. So the actual person who will pay the claim is the at-fault driver's insurance policy. And um, our, our, the bit that we fund forms part of that whole claim for the, the motor vehicle accident victim. We were listed on the Australian Stock Exchange in March 2015 and we started our life at that time as a litigation funder um, but realised that disbursement funding was a much more robust and uh, scalable and a platform that would ensure um, static and growing shareholder returns as compared to litigation funding. I joined the, the firm in 2016, first of all as the COO and CFO and moved to take over the CEO role around about a year later. And about a year after that we purchased um, our USA subsidiary and our USA business and we've been actively focused on consolidating both businesses under one roof since that time and um, capturing the growth opportunity that is present in the USA market. So just to give you a, an idea of the Australian business, um, as I said before, we provide funding for disbursements for lawyers um, who practice nationally. When we first bought the Australian disbursement funding business in, at the beginning of 2016, the book of receivables was valued at about 15 million and we quickly tripled that um, and it now stands at about 40 million uh, over three years later. During this growth phase that we experienced in Australia, what we did was we corporatised the business. We made, uh, made sure that Everything that we funded went through a, a process uh, which um, ensured that cases were vetted and we ensured that we would achieve a return at the end of the day. So those robust systems we have incorporated into the USA business and I'll get onto that in a minute. So we're now a very established business in Australia operating in, in every state. Um, we certainly have had some challenges over the last six months with coronavirus as basically people are at home and not driving their cars. There's a lot less motor vehicle accidents happening at the moment, which is a good thing, obviously, but not a great thing for our business. Um, it has meant that our sales have contracted in the last six months. However, pleasingly, in July and August, we're starting to show an improvement back to pre-COVID levels with um, sales in those two months averaging 50% more than we averaged over the prior six months or the first six months of this year. So we're starting to see people move around again, obviously that I'm talking about people who are not based in Victoria here, 
um, but people are starting to move around and um, we're starting to now fund disbursements again um, in Australia. We therefore expect to see our book grow back to levels where they were before COVID hit us and we, we hope to be at that, those kind of levels by the end of the year or, or very shortly thereafter. Our product in Australia is aligned with small and medium-sized personal injury law firms in that it assists those law firms grow without having large cash flow implications associated with that growth. By using our product to fund their disbursements, it means that the law firm doesn't need to find the funds themselves to, to, to take on the case. And it also means that the client doesn't need to find the funds themselves to take, to take on those costs. So it's, a, it's basically a win-win for all, all parties that are part of the process. By waiting until the case is completed to be paid, that assists um, law firms, again, without needing to find the cost of those disbursements during the, the life of the case. And it also means that we don't have a complicated way of needing to calculate what our payment is uh, from that law firm upon the finalisation of the case. Basically, we issue the law firms with an invoice at the time we funded something for them and that price is the price that they need to pay us when the case is concluded. Um, so, so there's no um, complicated um, calculations and, and a law firm can understand what needs to be paid to themselves, to us as their disbursement funder and also to the client really quite easily. So as I said, it, there's benefits to all, the, all parties involved in, in the legal process. Um, uh, the, it, our product ensures that there's no working capital constraints for the law firm and they can take on additional cases and move those cases through the legal system relatively quickly and without having cash, cash flow problems. We've actually seen a number of our clients grow their practices by um, hundreds of percent just by using our disbursement funding um, product. Um, so therefore, when you look at a case study and you run through a case study with the law firm, they're quite excited by the fact, the fact that they can grow significantly uh, and take on many more clients than they otherwise would without our, our funding solution. For the clients, Oftentimes lawyers will require them to pay these out-of-pocket expenses themselves and our funding solution finds um, a way through that problem uh, and it, 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 sure, it ensures that the case can progress quickly. So again, there's a solution for all the parties involved with our, our Australian product. In the US, as I said before, we've got a slightly different product in that we fund medical receivables and we instead of just out-of-pocket disbursements. And those medical receivables are associated with motor vehicle accident victims who can't fund those medical uh, procedures themselves. We have a very, very large uh, receivables book in the US. It's four times the size of our Australian book. Um, and 
we see a huge growth potential for that book in the US, which is supported by established and, and proven methodologies that we have inherited from the business that we bought, but we've also instilled over the last couple of years since we've owned and operated the business. Um, so what we hope to do in America is replicate what we did in Australia by um, seizing the growth opportunities and ensuring that we manage that growth with acceptable returns from our perspective. Our Australian team has absolutely integrated themselves into the US business. The US business actually before we bought it has been operating for about 20 years so they've got a large and long proven track record but the changes that we've made have meant that their processes are more streamlined and we've effectively corporatized the, the way the business operated before we, we got involved with it. So we are very excited about the opportunity that the USA brings. So just to touch on a little bit more about what our product actually is, because I do often hear back from shareholders that it's a little hard to understand, and that is what we fund is when a client goes to see a medical practitioner in the US and they've had a motor vehicle accident, there will be a problem with that client using their healthcare insurance to pay for that medical treatment. There will also be a problem for the client in using their own motor vehicle insurance to pay for the treatment because the person that should be paying for the treatment is the at-fault client and the at-fault client's medical uh, sorry, uh, car insurance policy. And obviously, uh, I think everyone who's listening in will have had experience of insurance companies. Insurance companies aren't going to pay out immediately until they've assessed the claim and had the claim thoroughly processed through their own internal systems. And that might mean that the client has to wait quite a long time until they're paid from that insurance policy. And that affects the motor vehicle victim um, being able to obtain the medical treatment that they really need in a timely fashion. National Health Finance, which is the company we bought in America, is one of the top five providers of financing solutions for personal injury victims in the US. We've got a significant referral network of medical practitioners that we work with. There's over 3,000 of them, nearly 4,000 now. Um, and by having such a large network of medical practitioners, we're able to provide access to top care uh, for, for the injured party um, in terms of whatever medical treatment it is that they, they need as a result of that motor vehicle accident. So we feel that we play a crucial role in the American healthcare system by assisting injured parties obtaining the treatment that they need to get better. Um, I've probably touched on all of these benefits already, um, but it's useful to just note that every single person in the um, involved in what is an unfortunate event, being a motor vehicle accident, has benefit by using our services. 
The medical providers are paid immediately by us and therefore they don't need to worry about uh, waiting for payment from um, the client or from the insurer. And it also means that there's no, um, no problem with that medical provider testifying if the case actually goes to trial um, because there can be a question if the medical provider has not been, provide, uh, not been paid that their testimony can be tainted. So um, for all those benefits, the medical provider, ha there's a great benefit to use our service. The attorneys uh, have obtained benefits by ensuring that the, there's no gap in care for the client and it maximises the claim for that motor vehicle accident victim. And that means that the attorney can get a, a, a great result for their client. I've already mentioned that the victim can be seen by the best medical care that we can find for them and um, there's no delay in being treated. Um, and the, by being treated quickly and by getting the right medical care, that will improve their ability to, to, to obtain a greater compensation for the motor vehicle accident that they've been involved in. So throughout that process, we will vet the case, make sure that we're not paying uh, more than the claim will be. Um, We've got a great success rate, in fact a 96% success rate of ensuring that um, the cases that we fund are successfully concluded and uh, also ensuring that we're paid and that our financier who's funding us is also paid with interest. So our returns that we see over a period of time, and that period of time can range over about three years, but we're seeing about a 300% return on our money, shareholders' money, that is put into any case in the US. That's because our financier funds 90% of the cost and we are only required to put in 10% of the cost of the medical treatment that we're funding. We expect to get a 1.65 return on our invested amount, which effectively equates to a 300% return on our investment and where our IRRs are in excess of 30% and we're hoping to improve those as we can bring the time to complete the case down from a 48-month average to lower than a 36-month average, which is something that we achieved in our Australian environment as well. So currently our sister, our, 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 currently our um, Australian business has a very stable market. Um, we are well established here and we've got a great market share. We, we would be the probably the second largest funder in Australia. Um, in America there's oh, sorry, excuse me, huge growth potential. We're currently active in 22 states. There's obviously expansion uh, potential by moving into additional states than, than the 22 that we operate in. And also we feel that we're only addressing about 1% of what would be the addressable market for um, funding motor vehicle accident medical receivables in the USA. So there's a huge growth potential in the US. Our plan of attack, if you like, and why we believe we will be successful is that we've done it in Australia and we need to 
look at all the things that we did in Australia and implement those in the US. And that's effectively what we're doing. In fact, I will say that um, in 2019, we grew sales by 96% over what they were in 2018. Obviously, we didn't own the business the whole of 2018, but that just goes to show that our growth potential uh, can be achieved um, and we expect to um, achieve what we did in Australia by replicating it in the US. We've got a very strong, proven management team. The, the Australian team that grew the book 300% is still in place and we are very, very happy with our new US comrades, if you like, and we feel that together we've got a great team to move forward. We've got a fantastic uh, business plan to, to, to achieve that growth. What we've also implemented is some capital management strategies to ensure that we have um, appropriate operating costs and we've been very proactive in reducing overhead where we thought that there was a need to reduce it. Um, we have a fully integrated end-to-end -end IT system that is now operational in Australia and the US. And so at any point in time, I can see what's going on in the US and our US team could see what's going on in Australia. So we're fully integrated in that respect. And we are all looking forward to um, implementing our sales and marketing strategies to, to grab the growth in the, in the US. As I mentioned before, coronavirus though has impacted our business since March 2020, uh, both in Australia and the US, but we're starting to see signs of improvement in Australia and I expect to see uh, signs of improvement in the US in the next month or so. The US is lagging Australia. It lagged Australia in the downturn and now it's lagging Australia in in getting back to normal. Despite these challenges, we've recently converted about $50 million of debt into equity and substantially cut our overhead costs. We're very confident in our book of receivables, which as I you can see here, we, we believe will deliver about $100 million US dollars, but on the balance sheet it's only uh, on there for about 80 or so million. So unfortunately, as a result of the way the accounting standards work, we haven't even put through all the profit from our sales that we've actually delivered to date. That is one of the main reasons why we are showing losses, operational losses, over the last couple of years. And until AASB9 or IFRS9 catches up with our uh, cash flow through a, a full cycle, of the US business, we are going to still see losses. So next year we, we do expect to also post a loss and the year after that we should then move to profitable times from an accounting perspective. That's why one of the things that we encourage shareholders to look at and what we post every quarter are our key operating metrics which more focus on cash flow uh, and also the size of our receivable book. So we see great value for shareholders investing in this stock because we're on the cusp of uh, obtaining growth in the US and uh, restabilising our Australian operations from a, a coronavirus affected position um, towards the end of the year. Um, 
our financiers, both Australian and the USA, are actively supporting us at this point in time. And if we can reduce our cost of capital, um, that's going to ensure that uh, we obtain even more um, profitability for our shareholders. As I mentioned, converting $50 million uh, in debt into equity is one of the first and most important steps along the road to improving our um, capital costs. And lastly, what I want to say is that the legal profession sees the service that we provide as innovative and new and we're very excited to uh, continue to work with all of our law firm clients in Australia and the US and, and hope to be part of their ongoing funding solution for years to come. So thanks very much, Warwick. Back to you. Thanks, Diane. We've, um, we've had a number of uh, questions come in, all relating to uh, national health finance, uh, the US business. Um, maybe just uh, quickly go through a couple of them. We don't have much time. But um, the uh, refinancing of the uh, national health finance uh, loan book, what was the expected time frame from that? That's from Andrew. Yes, so at the beginning of the year I set the task of doing that and unfortunately coronavirus has, has meant that there's been a small delay but I would expect that we'll be able to um, have our National Health Finance, um, have, have a new financier for the National Health Finance business by the end of this year, so by December and hopefully sooner but, but certainly we should have a new financing solution, a cheaper financing solution for National Health Finance by that time. And then uh, Paul and Anthony were uh, wondering about the, uh, the cultural sort of fit between an Aussie and the US business, um, sort of uh, sticking in uh, Australians into the, the US business. How has that gone? It's a, it's, a, it's a very good question. Sometimes the... <laughs> Sometimes our sense of humour is a slightly different, but I think that we've really integrated very, very well. We start our day here in Australia very early. I and the management team are certainly up and running by 7 o'clock because what that means is that we have a good four hours or so where we're working and the USA is working as well. Um, and we are, even though we're located in Australia and the US is obviously a long, long way away with coronavirus, we can't really travel there, but we work exceptionally well via video conferencing, via Teams, via Zoom, um, and um, I think it's, it, we've, we've worked out a really lovely way of operating with each other where we understand that there are some cultural differences, um, but we certainly have integrated very, very well, and we're, we, we have a saying at Law Finance, one, tree, one, one team, one dream. So we mention that all the time. So that's gone very, very well and much better than I had it expected. Well, it's good to hear. Look, thanks uh, thanks so much, uh, Diane. Remember to add the uh, stock codes uh, to your watch list. Just quickly mention that REIT Markets has a couple of uh, structured uh, trade or hedge type products um, on the go at the moment uh, called Dispersion. We've had a number of these and they've... Um, very well uh, in the past. Uh, this one looks to benefit from a potential pullback post-US elections of FANG-type stocks uh, or decoupling really of growth to value across the S&P 500. Um, if that type of uh, product, uh, dispersion product is of interest, type in yes into the uh, questions box. 
and uh, our team here will um, reach out and just give you some more information about that. We also are working on three very interesting placements at the moment, so if you are a sophisticated investor, type in 708 and our team will get you more information about those placements across to you. That's all from me for today. Thanks again. We'll be sending a recording of this around for those uh, who uh, didn't uh, manage to get the entire session. Uh, keep well and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Ciao.